0: You are the Lord's servant. That should be the first thing in your heart. Well, I am so fired up about all these sisters that preach right before me just to see what God is doing in like what Jason preached about, the fountain of leadership among the women, which... I know you know my heart, we've got to keep elevating women's ministry because it's been so misunderstood in the world, and that's what I get to talk about, Mary, gentleness and honor, very misunderstood in the world. Gentleness, the definition is being considerate, kind, tender, not harsh, and Jesus even described himself as gentle. In Matthew eleven twenty nine, please write it down and read it. Jesus and God value gentleness, but the world does not. And we are always being bombarded to be like the world, to fight for everything, to grab whatever you can, to be selfish, to go after your own pleasures. But that's not Jesus. And I really want to challenge you. The Cambridge Bible, because we're here in England, (laughs) says that it's the quality of being calm. And it's a fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22. And, you know, a lot of, I mean, when Michael described me as being calm, um, I, I do feel a lot of calmness and peace in my heart. But I know it's from God. If you would have known me before I was a Christian, oh my, I was such a rebellious soul. And I know it's because of grace that I have the life I have, that I have the husband I have, that I have the church I have now. And I hope you feel that way um, about your salvation. And um, I got to go to the scriptures, Luke chapter 1, verse 38, to read about Mary You know, she was only about 14 or 15 when the angel came to tell her that she was chosen to be the mother of God's son. Can you imagine an angel coming and telling you you're going to get pregnant with God's baby and that you'll be raising that baby? I mean, when I try to envision putting myself there, um, she was scared, but she was open about it. She told the angel, and then she didn't know how in the world would it happen? And she asked, and God answered. And I just want to read her response, because this is the heart we need to have in order to be gentle, in order to be women like Mary and have honor. Verse 38, Luke chapter 1, I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be fulfilled through me. Then the angel left her. And I just want us all to stand up real quick and say, I am the Lord's servant. Ready? And am the Lord's servant. You need to say that all the time throughout the day. I am the Lord's servant. Not a, I am the woman's ministry. Blah, 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 blah. I am this. I am that. You are the Lord's servant. That should be the first thing in your heart because that's so different from the world. I am the CEO. I am the president. I am this and that's what we do. But it can block you from being gentle and kind because you're trying to assert yourself, not the Lord. And you can sit down. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, But I bring this up because my first point is you've got to surrender your heart to the Lord like Mary did. You know, she was scared to be the mother of Jesus, but she surrendered. And she was a very amazing woman to be chosen to be the mother of Jesus. And then all she endured, and we don't have time to even look at half of what she endured, um, but she loved being Jesus's mother. She was there at the cross, watched him die. And I can't imagine that as a mom. But I hope you see how important it is that you surrender your heart every day to serve God. And it's a daily, constant decision. And there are going to be things that come at you that, um, you know, I, I think for me, and I've shared this before, when I was diagnosed with cancer, it blew my mind. And I begged God, I did whatever I could to get healthy and strong again, but I begged God many times in tears for more time, for 20 more years. And I did it because I wanted to see the world evangelized, but I wanted to see my family come back to Christ. And... God heard my prayers. I mean, it's been already eight years that he's given me since the cancer was taken. And, I, and that's my next point that I want to share about in chapter 2, verse 19, and also in verse 51, this is when people were talking about Jesus to her when he was first born. And, you know, they were amazed, the shepherds saying all kinds of things, that this man, her baby, was going to be the savior of the world. And this is Mary's heart. In verse 19, Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. She treasured the moments that God gave her in life. Treasure every day you get to be a servant of God, a daughter of God. You have an incredible life, and I'm so proud of Colleen. She did such an incredible job. Um, And all the sisters that preached before me, you know, just to have God in our lives is such an incredible privilege. And I hope you never forget, treasure, please treasure God's words that we get to have in our lives, and then the miracles that we get to be a part of. Your salvation, first and foremost. Treasure being a disciple, being saved. No matter what happens, no matter if you do get diagnosed with a horrible disease, you're still going to be going to heaven. But I knew my time wasn't up. I had so much to do. But God was testing me, I do believe, and teaching me things. Whenever you go through really hard times, God is trying to teach you something. And I know I've shared it before. God taught me a lot about the power of prayer, but also the power of learning to take care of yourself in the right way. And a lot of you know I radically changed a lot of stuff, and I don't even have time to talk about it, but Mary treasured life, treasure being God's daughter, treasure being here in London at a conference. I know during the COVID thing, I just missed so much. Kip and I were... Quarantine together. And I loved being with Kip. I love Kip so much. But I really miss the singing. I really miss just hanging out with sisters and laughing and crying. And, you know, I will never, ever take for granted coming to church, seeing baptisms, being a part of things, even traveling. I, you know, I just to be able to come here and see brothers and sisters from Europe, um, to see our sister here from the Philippines. I mean, we're part of a worldwide family. There's so many things, and then you know, with everything going on in Ukraine, Kip and I love Ukraine so much, and the disciples there, and the disciples in Russia, and we've gotten to go. I'm really grateful to Warsaw a couple of times, um, but it's it's rough what's happening. And I admire so much the sisters that are here because uh, it's not easy seeing your family suffer, not being able to even see your husband, and then the husband's not being able to see their children. Uh, we You need to really pray for that situation. I know we have quite a few sisters here with us, and I'm so proud of them that are in the Warsaw church and we even have one of our sisters here from Kiev. Um, I'm really grateful for your faith because we are here very short time in this world. And the most important thing is getting people to heaven. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine and in Russia, because our brothers, our brothers that were in Moscow didn't want to serve in the military, the draft. They did not want to kill. Physically, people. So they've had, we've had to figure out ways to get them out. And God has been very merciful, but we are in an intense spiritual battle. And the physical battle that we see going on is just a small, horrible taste of the spiritual battle that we're in for people's souls. Because when their life is over, it's it. It's over. They're condemned to be separated from God and all the goodness of God forever. And I think sometimes we don't think about it because we're so busy with our mundane, the everyday. But the war in Ukraine, the what's going on in Russia wakes you up. Satan wants to kill and destroy people's souls, destroy people's families. I mean, I feel bad for all the children in Warsaw. I mean, we have wonderful places for the children, you know, that even Mercy's been helping out with. And I'm very proud of that. But these children are away from their dads. And that's where we come in to try to be their dads and moms and, and family to them. But please, um, you know, when you think about Mary, gentleness and honor, those are qualities that God really admires. Treasure God's words. Treasure the miracles that are in your life. Don't take them for granted. And remember who you are. You're God's servant, like Mary. Mary. Uh, remember how awesome it is to serve God. And remember that this life, is going to be gone like that. And you will be with God for eternity. But you want as many people as possible to be with you. I love you guys so much. I'm so very proud of Michelle and what Michael and her are doing in the church here. So very proud of Cassidy learning French. And Anthony and Cassidy doing a great job in Paris. I'm so grateful for the Amsterdam church, so grateful for what God is going to do as we continue to do our part, and you're very important. God has you here for a purpose, but I love you guys so much. I'm very, very proud of the Warsaw Sisters, grateful to have Sander here with her mom, and please just remember who you are. You're God's servant, like Mary. Uh, and you'll be with God for eternity. But I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you.